Jesus. Father, let your light shine on our path in the mighty name of Jesus. From your word this evening, let us see light in the name of Jesus. Father, bless us that after this teaching, our lives will not remain the same again, but we get better and we become wiser in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answering prayers, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let the saints say a meaningful amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. This evening, we are looking at the 35 of our Bible study in our year of overflowing grace and abundant mercy. This evening, we are looking at the topic, living a life of humility. Living a life of humility. Our memory verse is in the book of James chapter 4 and verse 6. Let's take the memory verse together. I believe we all have our uh, outline. Praise the Lord. Please let us come together. Let us fill these spaces. Let's. I want to see us in a cluster. God bless you. Our memory verse, James chapter 4 and verse 6. Shall we take it together? One to go, but he giveth more grace. Wherefore he said, God resisted the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Let's take it once more, please. But he giveth more grace. Yeah, I want us to take cognizance of something here. A word. More grace. Praise the Lord. Let's take it once again, please. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisted the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. We're looking, we are looking at the topic, living a life of humility. You can see the Bible says that more grace shall be given to the humble. More grace shall be given to the humble. Nothing can work for the proud. The Bible says God resisted the proud. I believe we are going to have a nice time in his presence this evening in the name of Jesus. Our test is in the book of Philippians chapter 2 verse 3 to 11. Philippians chapter 2 from verse 3 to 11. I want to read from here, from the version I have here. Praise the Lord. I'm reading from the easy-to-read version. Doing nothing through envy or through proud, pride, but with low thoughts of self, let everyone take others to be better than himself. Verse 4. Not looking everyone to his private good, but keeping in mind the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. To whom, though himself in the form of God, he did not seem that to take for oneself was to be like God. But he made himself as nothing, taking the form of a servant, being made like men. And being seen in form as a man, he took the lowest place and let himself be put to death, even the death of the cross. 
For this reason, God has put him in the highest place and has given to him the name which is greater than every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee may be bent of those in heaven and those on earth and those in the underworld. And that every tongue may give witness that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Praise the Lord. From, from our text, we can see that Jesus Christ is the complete example of humility. He did not do anything through pride. Jesus is the Son of God. The only Son of God that we know, that we recognize. And there is no other Son after him until we were adopted into the kingdom as children of God. That is why we can boldly say that we are sons of God. Praise the Lord. So Jesus Christ was a perfect example of humility. He did not see himself as greater or bigger than anyone. He considered others better than himself. He lived a life of compassion. He cared about others and he still cares. He was so humble while he was here on earth. He knew that he was the son of God. He did not live like a son of God. authority He's the only one that can talk to the father directly without any hindrance. But he was not using that power that he had while he was on earth. He was a complete example of humility. Even though we are formed in the image and the likeness of God, we must have the nature of God. What is that nature of God? One of the nature of God is humility down to earth. Introduction. Humility is not synonymous with being passive. If you want to, if we ask to de- define humility now, someone may say, ah, enitoni wairele, enitogentu. Humility is not somebody that is walking and looking like Sule. Praise the Lord. It's not when you are looking like Sule that say, ah, tebati bo misima damu yele nui belema abadi duniniya. It's not humility. Praise, praise the Lord. Praise your God. If you can't praise your God, I will praise my own. Praise your God, Joe. Humility is not synonymous with being, with being passive. Or having low self-esteem by saying that, ah, it's not meant for us. We cannot go there. Ah, no, 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 no. It's meant for so, 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 so set of people. Ah, I cannot even achieve that. I can't achieve that level. I'm okay where I am. That is not humility. You don't have a vision. Praise the Lord. If you are content with where you are, that is not in accordance with the will of God or what the Lord has in plan for you. A beautiful life that God has in plan for you. If you are not walking towards it and you are not wishing or willing to leave it and you are saying, I'm okay here. Ah, I'm very good where I am. That is not humility. That is stupidity. Praise the Lord. Also, humility is not being, stu- being timid. That you are afraid that I cannot do it. I cannot achieve it. The dream is bigger than me. The task is bigger than me. I can't take it. I can't get there. No, that is not humility. That is timidity. Humility is not feeling inferior. Thinking that you are a second-class citizen. Thinking that the top or good things are meant for some people. That it's not meant for you. 
When that is what the Lord has already prepared for you and you don't want to get there, degrading oneself as many portray it, humility is not it. You have to change the thoughts, you have to change your orientation about humility and learn what humility is tonight. What is humility? From this study, humility is being comfortable with who you are in Christ and seeking to build others up, not yourself. Philippians 2, 3. Humility is gratefully walking in God's grace, love, and forgiveness. That great work that the Lord has done in our lives, by saving our lives, by converting us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, by launching us into the enjoyment of the benefits that is in the kingdom, we should always appreciate God for it. Appreciate God for the love that he has for you. Can we work for the love? Do we, do we even merit the love that he has for us? Is it by works? Is it by what we have? Is it by our academic qualification? Is it by our strength? Is it by our beauty? Is it by our eloquence? No. We are enjoying the grace of God. So humility is working in this grace, enjoying the love, appreciating God, and appreciating God for the forgiveness of our sins. That we can, can you forgive yourself of your sins? The sins that we are committing daily, the sins that we have committed, and even to, the things that we do that we cannot even, we don't even know how we are falling into such sins, and God is still forgiving us. He has not written us up. He has not condemned us. If you look at where you were in the past, and where you are now, you're supposed to be thanking God that if God has not saved me, if Jesus has not forgiven me my sin, where will I be? What would have happened to me? What would devil would have used my life to do? Or to, to, the devil would have made a mess of our life if God has not forgiven us. So, appreciating him is humility. Keeping your eyes on Christ and exalting what he has done. Your eyes should always be on Christ and appreciate him for what he has done. Exalt what he has done, not what you have done. On the other hand, keep, pride keeps your eyes on yourself and your own accomplishments. You know, the opposite of humility is pride. When you begin to talk about your achievements, I am this, I am that. By the grace of God, I know how far I've gone in life. I want to make me see Life is your balance. Praise the Lord. Talking as if where you are is by your power. I want you to know that many people try to do what you are doing, but they have failed several times. But the grace of God has lifted you. The same school where you went to, some people even have better grace than you. And today, they are nowhere to be found. They are not even close to what the Lord has done for you. You see some people that have first class from the university, and yet you'll be surprised when you see them. Why are you where you are? But where you are, in your area of business, the Lord has been so good to you. The Lord is faithful to you. Everything you are laying your hands upon to do is prospering. And the Lord is helping you. When you have all this accomplishment, ascribe all the glory to God. Thank God. Stop boasting in yourself, but boast in the good works that the Lord has done for you. Romans 12, 3b explains the nature of a humble person. Do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. In accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you, you see, don't think of yourself more than you ought. Praise the Lord. 
Ah, a minimo dabai. A minimo tobai. You look at the fleet of cars that you have bought. You say, ah, I try. Nino, I I try. Praise the Lord. It is not you. It is God that has helped you. The more, the greater you are, the higher you go, the more humbler you're supposed, you're supposed to become. Worship God. Bow down in awe of him. Thank him for what he has done. Always thank him for what he has done. Not ascribing glory unto yourself. Humility is grounded in the nature of God. Jesus Christ represents all that humility, all that humility should be. With all his glory and majesty, he came to the world in the most humble way. Jesus Christ was not born in the teaching hospital. Jesus was, Christ was not born in the maternity center. Jesus Christ was not born in a specialist hospital. The life of Jesus Christ is an example for us to know how to live. He was born in a manger. He was of a low reputation. A child of a carpenter. You know what they call those kind of women. Praise the Lord. He came through that family. He did not come from the family of Dokwesi. He did not come from the family of Dangote. He had an humble beginning. He worked with humans. When Jesus Christ was working on earth, he was not discriminating. They call some people low-life people. What are you doing with low-lives? Why are you talking with low-lives? Show the carpenter last and last and not successful carpenter for that matter. Why are you talking to that mechanic? He will stain you with his dirty clothes. Why are you talking to that old wretched man? You are not in the same category. You are not in the same caliber. Don't bring such people into your enclosure. We have there is dichotomy in status. There was no dichotomy in status. Why Jesus Christ was on earth? He did not come for the rich. He did not come for the most blessed. He did not come for the most educated. He came for all and sundry. He came so that the whole world can be saved and be converted unto him. Praise the Lord. And he took our sins upon himself. The sins he did not commit. Imagine the gravity of what Jesus Christ did. And humbled himself by becoming obedient to death. Do you see the kind of death he died? A shameful death. Death of the cross. Death of the cost. Because of you and I. Even death on a cross. Philippians chapter 2. Verse 3 to 13, that is our test. So we pray that this study will empower us and open our eyes to living a life of humility in Jesus' name. And we can say a better amen. Yes. What are the traits of a humble person? The first one is um, accept the righteousness and the finished work of Christ. You may think that what the Lord Jesus did on the cross is not a big deal. My brothers and sisters, it's a big deal. Praise the Lord. It's a big deal. For him to leave his glory in heaven and come to the world to die that kind of death for us. To give us his righteousness. To launch us into a new life. To launch us into a defined and glorious destiny. To give us a, ta- a place in eternity. So, as, an, as, as a child of God, we have to accept 
this righteousness. We have to accept it. And the work that he has done for us. That is humility. Let's look at the book of uh, Luke chapter 18 from 13 to 14. Luke 18, 13 to 14. Who is reading for us? Praise the Lord. This man is a, was a tax collector. Praise the Lord. When he came to pray, he was not, he was not claiming any self-righteousness. This man bowed his face down. He could not even look up. He was saying, God, look at me, my low estate. I know I am weak. I know I am helpless. I know... He did not come with arrogance. Praise the Lord. He, he did not come with arrogance. He did not make himself high by saying that, ah, with the level of my education, do I need God? With my wealth, do I need God? Praise the Lord. You know, some people live their life like that. They be a monshisha now. As you try. We have done this, we have done that, and everything is working for us. So do we really need God? But this man... You know, he, he, he needed deliverance. He wanted the forgiveness of sin. He wanted acceptance. And uh, he had a sense of remorse. He was remorseful. He asked for mercy and he received mercy. That is the trait of a humble person. A humble person should always be looking up to God. Not to men. Look up to God. That God have mercy on me. He's the only one that can help you. You cannot help yourself. You cannot help yourself. A king is not saved by the multitude of what? Of hosts. But when you look up unto God for help in whatever you want to do, God will help you. That is humility. Bringing yourself, Lord, that Lord, I am nothing without you. If you cannot, if you don't help me, I cannot help myself. If you help me, I know that it can be better for me. When you are walking and God is with you, God will carry you. He will put you on his shoulders. You will be higher than others. You will see what others cannot see. And the Lord will take you to your desired destination. When you are humble. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 to 9. Don't let any man boast. The gift. Don't let any man boast. This, this is a gift from God. Perfect gift from God. Salvation is a gift from God. We are saved by grace. So nobody should boast in his works. Ah, I can remember that when I gave my life to Christ. Ah, time to give life me. I'm going try try kind of life. I'm so holy. I'm so pure. I'm going to say, born again. again. Praise the Lord. Nobody should boast, even in your works. Even in the gifts that God has given you. Appreciate him for that gift that he has given you because it is not given to others. What mommy can do, I, can, I may not be, I cannot do it. It's not that I may not be able to do it. 
That special and unique gift that the God has given to us, she's supposed to be thanking God for what the Lord has given her. The one that the Lord has given me, I will appreciate God for what he has given me. Then number two, an humble man, an humble person is teachable. A humble person is not stiff-necked. A humble person is not high-minded. Anybody that is stiff-necked and high-minded that does not want to be corrected is not a humble person. A humble person will accept his mistakes and be willing to be corrected. That is why they say you are teachable. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 15. Wise. He who is not wise and claims that he is wise is the greatest fool. Praise the Lord. The way of a fool is wise, is right in his own eyes. A fool is not teachable, but an humble man is always ready to be taught. First Peter 5.5 5. First Peter 5.5 5. Praise the Lord. We, the younger ones, we should submit ourselves to the older ones. There is an adage in Yoruba land. They will say that meaning that the number of years that the adult has spent on heart is far, far, they have better experiences than you. And they are the ones that can lead you and can teach you right. So God does not love a proud person. God hates anyone that is proud. But those that, are, that make themselves available in humility, God gives them more grace. Praise the Lord. Then, the next one is he or she is not selfish. He or she is not selfish. Whatever an humble man has is not only for him or her. Praise the Lord. I thank God for the life of our people in this church. Our pastor's car is not his car. Oh. Where mommy is going out, we jump into our car. Any one of us, we jump into the car. They will not say, get down, get down. I have a boss. She's retired now. If you cannot hold your slippers or your shoes in your hands, please get down. Because I know Praise your God. Praise the living Jesus. It's not selfish. If you have if I have food, if you have food, I know that I'm okay. I have food. If prop brings egg now, Timothy Mokoko Sinka can no matter what you want. Praise the Lord. Whatever you have does not belong to you. You are not selfish because you are humble. That's something I believe in life. Whatever God gives to me as a blessing, I will thank God for it. And I will be saying that, God, thank you for giving me this. You said you will make me a blessing. And I will be a blessing to my generation. So anybody around me that God has blessed to whatever the Lord has blessed me, I know that God is just using me as a channel to reach them. Praise the Lord. Do you understand the analogy? That blessing that the Lord has given to you is not meant for you alone. There are some destinies waiting for you to just drop the parcel of their blessings into their life. 
It may come in any form. It may be by job connection. It may be by you introducing somebody to somebody. Who knows somebody that can help somebody? It may be by you supporting that person with what he or she wants to hit. It is you, it is through you that God can use you to clothe somebody. Or can, God can use you to wipe tears off from the eyes of some people. You are not selfish. Everything that you have is not only for you. Huh? Selfish. Okay. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Have you read Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 to 5? I want somebody to read this quickly. Do nothing. Nothing. Not some things. Do nothing from selfishness. Or empty conceit. True factional motives. Or strife. But with an attitude of humility. Being neither arrogant nor self-righteous, regard others as more important than yourself. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Have this same attitude in yourself, which was in Christ Jesus. Look to him as your example of selfless humility. Praise the Lord. That scripture is deep. Is deep. Don't be selfish. The same thing. See some other people that these people too, they are human beings. These people too, they need help. And it is, this can be me. You know, I was looking at when I see some people. Anyas, walk from one end of the town to another. When she was leaving the house, she doesn't have the hope that somebody is going to buy all this granola that she's carrying. This can be me. But because you have not made it, made that to be me, I thank you. But at the same time, I'm not mocking them, but I'm giving you all the glory. You can be a blessing to others. Don't be selfish. And whatever you are doing, don't do it with, with in vain glory. No. Do everything in humility. Everything in humility. Ask unto the Lord. Praise the Lord. Then the next one is appreciative and grateful for everything. An humble person is appreciative and grateful for everything. Do you even appreciate God for the gift of life? That you slept, you woke up, do you appreciate God for that gift of life? Do you appreciate God for the number of times? Do you appreciate God for the number of times that you have drunk water and the water did not go through a wrong passage? It is just normal. It is not it is just ordinary. Do you appreciate God for the grace that the Lord is giving you that everything is working well? A grateful person will appreciate another person that does one thing or the other for him. Because I'm expecting that ah, I'm in need. And when daddy wants to give me a gift now, he gives me something like maybe one thousand naira or five for the more will pay. for me. Ah man, you what what at all. Praise the Lord. That one, that, that kind of person is a proud person. Appreciate God. Any year, she shares the law. 
But for that person to have thought about you and has given you that gift, no matter how small, but I said, thank God for the life of that person. A grateful person is appreciative and grateful and grateful. If you are not grateful to human beings, you cannot be grateful to God. Be appreciative. Isaiah 29, verse 19. Paul will rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. The humble will be filled with fresh joy from the Lord. The poor will rejoice in the Holy One of Israel. What kind of joy? The fresh joy of the Lord. Are your two, are your fresh, are your two need, are your two are diluted? Praise the Lord. Then do not boast of himself and his achievement. I think you have said something like that during the introduction. Don't boast of yourself and your achievement. Like Tosin, we say that I'm now an engineer. Ah, mo try. Mo try. Gamo man ka we gamo mi o mo pon kan do nye seriously ni. Tama ekwe kin shepi mo shen ka we nye ni. I won't be the best student. Praise the Lord. But we are giving God all the glory for the grace that the Lord has supplied to her. We are giving God all the glory because she's not boasting in what she has achieved, but we are thanking God because God has helped her. She is helped by God. Do not boast in what you have achieved. Do not boast in your physical assets. Do, your bo- do not boast on whatever that is added to you by God, but rather give glory to God. Jeremiah chapter 9 verse 23. Um, the strong man must not boast in his strength. The wealthy man must not boast in his wealth. Praise the Lord. A strong man will not boast in his strength. And also, a wealthy man should not boast in his wealth. Praise the Lord. Romans chapter 12, verse 3, because of our time. Romans 12, 3. To every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought, or to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Don't think, praise the Lord. Always remember that we are just human. And this life will sing a comeback. Praise the Lord. Live your life for God and always appreciate God for who He is. Then accept responsibility. A, a, a humble man accept responsibility for his actions and reprove for his sins. Second Samuel chapter twelve verse thirteen. Second Samuel twelve thirteen. Unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord, and Nathan said unto David, The Lord also hath put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. Praise the Lord. The sin that David committed as a king, if it were to be another king, that Nathan went to him, only he could go get lost. Ah, with the kingdom that, the Lord, that God has given me here, as the number one citizen of this place, he was correct, he can even receive punishment for that. But you know this one, he became remorseful. He became remorseful. And he, 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 he 
he took he accepted the responsibility for his sins and he repented and because of this god forgave him his sin let's look at isaiah chapter 66 verse 2b isaiah 66 2b Who is humble and contrite in spirit, and who reverently trembles at my word and honors my command? Praise the Lord. Someone that trembles at the word of God. Someone, anybody that obeys the word of God, anyone that loves the word of God is humble. Running away from Bible study, saying she be Bible study, is pride. Praise the Lord. When you tremble at the word of God, it's humility. What is greater than the word? The Bible says in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. The word of God is God himself. Running away from the presence of God is pride. So we have talked about the traits of a humble person, and you can see that from my life. Am I humble? All these traits that we have been talking about, is anyone in my life, if it is not there, I should go and seek the face of God and pray that God should help me. Am I teachable? Have I accepted the righteousness of Jesus? Am I not selfish? Those things don't do up. Praise the Lord. Praise your God. Oh, that praise your are we fighting? Praise the Lord. Okay, what are what are the benefits of humility? What are the benefits of humility? This humility that we are talking about, she erewambe, so that kani emi irele abikoda. The first one is it brings honor. It brings honor. Uh, Rebecca, Proverbs chapter twenty-two, verse four. Mommy, I read Proverbs twenty-nine, twenty-three. Benefits of humility. It brings honor. And the fear of God. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor in life. Praise the Lord. By humility and the fear of God are riches and honor in life. When you are humble, you will become rich. When you are humble, you will be honored. God will honor you. God will lift you. You will be referenced. Proverbs chapter 29 verse 23. Abuku ni oni gberaga ma npada kan. Won ma nteni. Praise the Lord. Oni gberaga ma nteni won ni won wo te mo. People will people will eventually look down on them. Honor will vanish from their life. I be somebody that is already advertising himself. What's the problem? People that are supposed to honor you will look down on you. But when you are humble, when God Himself lifts you, you will be greatly honored. The another benefit is that it gives wisdom. When you are humble, you'll be blessed with wisdom. You will be wise. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 2. 12. Engineer Valley. Proverbs eleven two. Despite his neighbor, but a man of wisdom ordered his peace. 
A man of wisdom does what? He's loaded with peace. Then, another benefit is that it brings favor. It brings favor. Favor is ojurere. First Peter chapter 5, verse 5. Sister Stella. First Peter chapter 5, verse 5. Mrs. Joye. James 4, 6. He, but, okay. but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God receives the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. He gives more grace. More, more grace. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. He gives more grace to the humble. First Peter chapter 5, verse 5. Grace to the humble. Favor to the humble. Then it also leads to greatness. Humility leads to greatness. When you are humble, the Lord will lift you and he will make you great. Luke chapter 14, 11. Luke chapter 14, 11. We have, been read, we have read all other scriptures. That's why I'm going to Luke 14, 11. And he who, he who humble himself will be exalted. Any man who puts himself in the high place will be put down. But anyone who takes a low place will be lifted up. The Lord is the author of greatness. Another one is long life and prosperity. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 4. Long life and prosperity, another benefit of humility. Proverbs 22, 4. Brother Tosin, the microphone order. Proverbs 22:4. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. You can see Kosovo can come be There is no abracabadra. The only thing that makes one enjoy long life and prosperity is humility. Then divine attention. Second Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. We can read that one offhand. I want somebody to read it for us. 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. My people who are called by my name. I want us to pay attention to that word. My people who are called by my name. Yes. We humble themselves. If they will humble themselves. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then... How we hear from heaven and we forgive their sins and heal their land. Prayerlessness is not is even an act of pride. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Why can't we just 
this what God is saying here. Why can't you just humble yourself? Why can't you just pay attention? Why can't you just call? Why can't you just ask? And we heal your land. And we listen to you. When you are humble, you will pray. When you are humble, you will bring your request to the Lord. When you are humble, you will not complain. Complaining is not the issue, but talk to God. When you talk to God, you will receive attention from heaven. Praise the Lord. Praise your God, Joe. Then the next one is in divine guidance and direction. Divine guidance and direction. Another benefit of humility. Psalm 25 verse 9. Okay, let's call our city. I think everybody is saying it. The humble he guides in justice and he teaches the humble in his way. When you strip yourself off of your wisdom, praise the Lord. When you strip yourself off of the stupid wisdom you say you have, and you say, God, I don't know nothing. God, and before you just lead me. God, and before you just guide me. Give me the right word to say. Give me the inspiration. Give me the wisdom. Let heavens be opened upon me. Baptize me with your wisdom. Direct me. The Lord will do it for you. That is in humility you are asking God. You are not boasting in what you think you can do. Then lastly, another benefit of humility is divine victory. Continuous victory. When God takes up your battle and fights your battle and gives you victory from above, that is divine victory. When you are not involved in fighting the battle and all you are seeing is victory, victory, victory all around you. Psalm 149 verse 4. He crowns the humble with victory. In conclusion, true humility is trusting in Jesus and his finished work on the cross. It means you are not bragging about your accomplishments, but what God has done in your life. Humility causes you to respect others and the Christ in them, regardless of who they are. Remain humble and the Lord himself will lift you up. Praise your God. So if you have any question or contribution, our Father in the Lord, we take care of that. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Do we have questions or additional yeah, give the mic to one. Hallelujah. Humility opens doors. Yeah. It opens doors. You know, he, the things that the humble get easily, the pride can never get it with ease. If you are known as a humble person and not puffed up, it opens doors. Even where kings cannot get you, you can get there. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Then that. Okay, Stella. Give the microphone to Stella. I learned through the Bible study that humility gives fresh joy. Yeah, it makes you happy. Have it uh, Humility makes you happy. You like your life. You like what God is doing through you. Any other questions? Do you have questions? Tosi, questions? 
Humility helps you to ask questions. <laughs> it's true humility that you have, you have somebody that is humble will ask questions. He wants to know the detail. Okay, ma. Okay, you know, there is a tendency for people to take your humility for stupidity. Okay. At times when you're humble and then you're being um, looked down upon or you're being taken advantage of, what should you do? All right. Prof, you want to ask? Is that something you want to ask? Okay, you want to hard. You are raising your hand before now. Okay. I wanted to say something about the first point. Okay. You know, that talks about the righteousness of Christ. Okay. You know, it is an humble man that accepts the righteousness of Christ. A proud man, a man that is proud, will think that he can achieve anything, you know, by his strength. There is a common saying, you know, that is common among people. Sometimes he said, ah, ah. What is there? By the time I fast for 40 days and I pray all night, uh -uh, God will answer. possible, You know, but a humble man knows that the glory is not unto him or the power is not in him, but the power is to him that answers prayer. So a humble man accepts, is the one that will accept that say. Lord, here I am. You are my righteousness. Praise the Lord. Wow, I, I perfectly agree. Okay, Mama, you You are listening up behind. Is there another person with questions? Okay, I want to say that all of us have an element of pride inside us. There is a, a sense of fulfillment when you achieve something. You want to feel big. You want to feel good. You want to feel a sense of accomplishment. So, and the Bible does not take boasting away completely as we have talked about it tonight. Jeremiah 29, 29 verse 24 says that if anyone will boast, let them boast in the fact that they know me and I will make them clever. That's how easy to read translation put it. That means God expects us to put our priority on knowing the Lord. No, there's nothing wrong if you know God or you aspire to know God and you are happy about knowing God. You know, uh, Apostle Paul in the Bible, we talk about his grace. We talk about his labor. And we also talk about his knowledge that I may know him. And the power of resurrection. And we can see what he actually accomplished. He never talked about it. But we know that when he talks, he knows the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. In other words, we should not boast on things that is not important to God. I'm not saying those things are not important to us. They are important to us. If I achieve something very big in life, it's important to me. It makes me happy. But the Bible says our attention... If you want to feel a sense of achievement should be in the knowledge of God. When our attention is in the knowledge of God, our priority is in the knowledge of God, we desire to go higher in that area. 
then our pride will not bring us down. It will always bring us higher when it is based on the knowledge of God. That's what the Bible says. So if at all we have anything to boast of, we should boast in the fact that we know the Lord. You know, Daniel also said, those people that do know their God, they shall be strong as I do exploit. And that's will now lead me to answer your question. If anybody wants to take our humility for a ride in the knowledge of God, we should resist them. We should not give in to ignorance and say, because of humility, let me just accept whatever the professor unto me. I'm just using the extreme, but it could be simpler. Let me, let me somebody just say that uh, I dreamt last night, oh, and I saw that this thing happened to you. And you now say, ah, they have said that we should be humble. That let me listen to everything that he has to say. That was not humility of Paul. Humility of Paul withstood Peter publicly when he was going against grace, the gospel. And the Bible did not say Paul was proud. He said, I withstood him to his face that what he was doing was not right. He said, when he saw the Jews coming to the Gentiles where he was preaching, and they saw him hitting with the Gentiles. Peter publicly withdrew himself and started teaching those things that he was not teaching before they came so that they would not uh, uh, count him as somebody that has compromised the faith. He said, I stood against Peter and I warned him. I corrected him. So, uh, do you understand the two analogy I'm giving you? Number one, we should be sound in the knowledge of God. Humility does not mean acceptance of error. Now, somebody also may come to you and stylishly, mark my word, oh, stylishly prophesy evil into your future. That does not mean because you are humble, you should say, ah, well, I just kept quiet. For instance, when I wanted to get married, I went to one of my, my guidance. And I, he said, ah, Island, I want to get married. You need to come for this. You need to come for that because there is too much problem in marriage. I, I didn't know what came uh, over me because ordinarily I shouldn't talk like that. But maybe I've been possessed with a positive knowledge about the future or the love I have for my wife. I don't know. And I said, no, I can never have problem. And she was shocked because I could reply that way. As he wanted to say, and somebody there also said, I'm having a post and I'm having a problem. And that makes me more aggressive. And I said, no. And I said it to the extent, you know, when I was resisting, I said to the extent, if I have a problem, Mary, don't pray for me. She didn't like that. And I never know she remember it, that she would take it. Years after, after so many years, maybe after... 10 or 12 years, she met me and said, my children say you even have a happy marriage. That what surprised me is that you have a happy marriage. And I was not surprised. I wasn't surprised because that was my expectation that two are better than one. You see, because of people's experiences or maybe what they have received, they can stylishly prophesy something even to your life. Humility does not mean that, ah, okay, uh, is that what you have said? If somebody is saying something specifically against the written word of God, against the gospel of Jesus, against the gospel of grace, against what Jesus has done for you, 
Don't say because of humility I accepted them. Somebody came here the other time. He's a pastor of a Keruba and Seravin church. I don't know, maybe he moved that way. Or maybe he said something. It may be that he said something, I don't know. He was a student and he brought somebody. But an elderly person is working in Abiri. Or maybe they have known each other in Abiri. And maybe moved to, to him, Nedan, right in front of the church. And he wanted to be prophesying. Or oh, now. You know, people can be so sheepishly humbled that they now accept everything. I say, stand up. Why are you leaning up for him? What will he do for you? Stand up, my friend. There was a guy in this school that believes that he dreams. When it comes to Christian character being born again, is zero. When it comes to behaving extravagantly, that's where he is. But he started calling the student, I had a dream for you. I tell seller, God show me. So people came to me one day. I was beside the gate and he said, a woman came to this church to consult Ayo. Ayo Gagan. That way, Ari Rani Ayo. I said, Ayo, what do you say you are saying? He said, No, I said, It's devil that is on you. If you are not born again and say God is showing you anything, it's devil. Since they come and shut up. And I asked the woman to go. And I asked him, What did you see concerning this school? He said, I saw two students. Fight over a girlfriend and decide shooting and somebody die. <laughs> I laugh. You know the way I normally laugh. I say, nobody can shoot God here. It can never happen. You can fight over your girlfriend in Novate do, but not in this company. I say it can never happen. He said, I daddy. I say, no prayer. So if you you say that you are humble because you are humble and uh, you now accept everything. They will take over your destiny and your future and they will package it with rubbish. And before you know, you say it's because God wants it that way. So people are so humble that even when bad things happen to them, they believe it is God that's orchestrated. We are asked, it is a lie. It is a wrong belief system. It is accepting evil. Even when some people are poor, they will say, I'm not going poor. That is what God has given me. And some people also feel that the children that God has given them is what they have. That's why their children is like that. When they fail in their responsibility. Humility does not mean that you accept something that is contrary to the word of God. That is number one. Humility is not that you accept low self-esteem. Unless somebody make you feel inferior to humanity. That is not humility. Humility in God's eyes is obedience to his instruction. Anything that is contrary to that, it is not humility. It is called, in other words, stupidity. Don't be a fool. Don't just take anything and say, uh, uh, it is this man because he's a man of God, very high. Whatever he says come to pass. You have seen what happened last now. That even our politicians that are unbelievers... They did not care about the word of prophets or pastors. They just go about their desire. And some of them stylishly won without reference to anybody's humility or prophecy. I remember a man in the Bible that says, for the past 18 years, he has never used water to bathe himself. 
that God gave him that law. You know, he was priding himself. They call him Wuliti Okinwe. And people consult him. My wife says, this one possible. If you go, you will see it now. It's in the bottom. We'll be around something. He said, God, that is the covenant that he has with God. You know, they will first give you something that they have done so that you must hear them. He now said, if she imakede, tarot in heaven, he can never enter the second time. The man ignore him, continue with his campaign, do what he was doing, and he won the election. I don't know how you'll be feeling now. And there are so many people like that. There are so many, even in Oshobo here, there are so many people like that. There are so many people that believe that God showed them that they can never win. I have somebody that goes to a church very not far from here. He said, Baba Tsokwe, Adeliki only wali lai lai. And when the lady came enter, he said, Woma, you in When it happened in the tribunal, he came to me and said, Pastor, so I will did a dibu. They don't reason. They just follow sheepishly. And when they lost at the appeal, he said, They are going to win at the Supreme. When they lost at the Supreme, he said, It's not for long. <laughs> that is where they be able. You never see a prophet that repents. They don't. <laughs> you never say. That's why I said, if you say, in my own word, in my own word, I said, if you say you're a prophet, you are proud. If you say you're a prophet, you are proud. It shows that you are saying to others that you are the one that received from heaven for them. But why the boy receive from God? But he never see himself calling himself a prophet. Why would he call himself a prophet? Why should you say God is using you to speak to me? Why can't God talk to me directly? And they will assert it. They will say that they have seen God. And they will want you to obey. And they will mention their sacrifices that made them to be a prophet. So, humility is not that you accept whatever anybody says to you. Humility is about hearing the word of God Understanding the word of God. Obeying the word of God. Make sure you are considering those words whether they are true. Like a Berean Christian, Abby. The Bible says they were more noble. In that they will go back and consider whether those words were true. Humility is accepting grace. Just like Proverbs said. Whatever grace that is available, you accept it. Not that God wants to help you and say, me, I don't need grace. I want to work on my own. That is pride and stupidity. Humility is accepting the grace gospel, giving the glory to God. Humility is being thankful at all times. Being thankful because God just gives us blessing that we do not ask for or deserve. You, know, you can ask for something and God gives to you. But at times you don't even ask for it. Blessing just falls on your lap as it's falling on some people's lap today. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessing come at times without you asking for it. You know, when you are humble, you are always thankful. You are always thankful for what you have received. The Bible says no one can receive anything except it is given to him from heaven. Humility is being thankful. Just say, Daddy, I thank you for today. Daddy, I thank you for my income. Daddy, I thank you for my job. Daddy, I thank you for the kind of life I'm living. That is humility. Because without him, you cannot receive even the gift of life. That is humility. 
But let no man take your humility for a ride. And how do we do it? If let me ask you this question: Somebody is taking your humility for a ride. Give that person his space. Anything that is bothering you, making you unhappy, maybe somebody like trampling you. I was asking one of my daughter about his friend. We are very close in Overcomer, very very close. Are uh, you seeing this one? Say, ah, Daddy, I don't like going to a house again because they like making us, me and my husband, so little. They like bragging and um, whatever we have achieved looks so little. Instead of feeling unhappy, I just send my conversation to phone call. And I say that is wisdom. You see, they always want us to feel inferior. And I'm telling you, these couple I'm talking about, they are also extremely, uh, okay, they are also highly blessed in every way. They are just humble. But you say, anytime they are around them, things they will saying is that, like, let's boast about our achievements. So whatever we have achieved looks so little before our own eyes because they always want to use their testimony to press us down. It's not more or less of sharing. It's like oppression. So we decided to... And they are blessed. The husband is working with one oil company and they are doing very well. There are some things that you receive that you know that this is not of your own. Yeah, there's a lot. And I can mention some of them. If you have twins, it's not of your own. No. <laughs> it's of your own. You can't boast that I, uh, I gave back to twins because I'm smart. Do you give back to see because of smartness? It's not smartness. It is grace. It's the work of grace. So you just have to thank God for everything that you have received. So that is humility. So if somebody is terrorizing you, making you feel stupid, Maybe because you are humble. Maintain your dignity and walk away. Let him appreciate you. I know some people appreciate you better when you are not around them. That is just the truth. It's not everybody that appreciates your closeness. But when you give a little space, they say familiarity brings what? Uh-huh. It brings disgrace at times. So that is what we can do. We don't need to fight. We don't need to just carry yourself and restrict yourself to things that is compulsory that you must do. That is not pride. It's not pride. Bishop Odebo say that if somebody step his toe once, he will make sure that his leg is not available for that person to step again. That is wisdom. And I wrote here on my notes, one of the crises of humility is wisdom. If you are wise, it shows, is a proof that you are humble. Because humility will always make you teachable help you to acquire more wisdom about life. You want to learn from other people. So if you are not wise, it's a sign that you are not humble. You are not a fool. You are not just humble to learn from other people. Because wisdom is available to everybody. It's open to all. Proverbs 17, 24. The Bible says, but the fool's eyes is on the end of the heart. If you are wise, you can learn from each other. You can learn. We learn a lot from each other. A wise man asks questions. A wise man wants to learn. A wise man wants to see things and learn. You can learn a lot from other people. From each other, we have a lot to learn. And the more we learn, the better we are. Somebody will now say, you are wise. And you know the, the Yoruba proverb says, Ogbo, Ogbo. 
No, Jacob, we are Balagba, and he Do you understand what I'm saying now? You now learn from other people and I say, ah, I can do this thing. Look at Prof now. Prof, a Pathfinder has been how many years now? I asked you one day, how many years of Pathfinder? 11 years. And you still use that card to go much <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> 11 years. That is maintenance culture per excellence. You can learn. So if you are using your car and it's just two years, three years, it's just a baby. Probably we call that car. It's a baby car. It's a brand new car. Brand new car. You can learn something. We can pick lessons and learn from each other. So uh, another trait of humility is wisdom. People will look at your life and say, ah, he's a wise person. And it's not because you are wise on your own, but because you are picking something from other people that is helping you to make your life better. Let's rest on our feet and let's thank God for tonight and say, Lord, I'm going to ride on the wing of humility to my greatness. Humility. If you are going to be wise, you must be humble. You must be willing to learn. Lord, I receive grace to be a learner. I receive grace to be obedient. I receive grace to be happy. I receive grace to ride on the wing of humility to greatness. Humility will make you feel good and happy about your life. Humility will help you to know God. Lord, I receive grace to know God. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says, a fool say in his heart, there is no God. Lord, I receive grace to learn more about you. In the mighty name of Jesus, grace to learn more about you. Lord, help me. In the name of Jesus. Humility make you to accept grace. Lord, I will accept grace. Whatever you have made available for me, I am going to accept. In the mighty name of Jesus. Humility to accept grace. Father, I receive it in Jesus' name. Father, I receive it in the name of Jesus. Humility help you to keep what you have. I will not lose my blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. By humility, I will keep what I have. There shall be no loss in my camp in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will not lose my blessing because of pride. I receive humility to keep my blessing. I will not lose my throne. Like Saul, I refuse to lose my throne. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I receive humility that will help me to be great in life. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I receive humility to be great in life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Precious Father, we thank you tonight and we give you all the glory. We pray for the grace to ride on the wing of humility to greatness. Lord, help us in the name of Jesus. We pray that you give us more grace. More grace in the name of Jesus. More grace to be humble in the name of Jesus. More grace to be obedient in the name of Jesus. More grace to know you in the name of Jesus. More grace to enjoy increase in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord.